what up what up what up welcome to another episode of 94 feet with coach jt please as always do me a favor leave some likes comment subscribe share the pages um hey visit the website 94 feet with coach jt.com you get the one-stop shop you can see um episodes you can shop merch you can see uh actually events that are coming up in my in my city and other places as well and again shout out to the women's pba in alameda um i'll be out there again this saturday doing some uh footage taking some interviews from those women trying to get jobs overseas or still playing the game um definitely appreciate y'all and all the sponsors man anybody who just um threw something my way advertisement they need or whatever just i appreciate y'all for tapping in with me and supporting your businesses is my goal as well as you support me so again shout out everybody um on this what man it's thursday already week almost over with um three interviews in right now this is episode three of season two so yeah i'm 103 episodes in so we going man and i appreciate it because as they say it's only up from here and and this whole week has been dope for me right now, so I'm definitely enjoying it. I'm going to ride this wave. All right, let me get into this introduction real quick. My guest is a co-founder of SAGA, or I believe it's pronounced Saga, uh, is a clinical mental health clinician in San Joaquin County, just down the road, not too far. She also has earned her undergrad degree in psychology from, from Arizona State University and her master's degree in clinical mental health from the University of the Redlands. She has been in the mental health field for over 10 years. Her passion is to help others navigate through traumas and tribulations in a journey that she is committed for her for the rest of her life. As a former college athlete, she has gained um, firsthand experience of the pressures and emotional strain that comes with playing at a high level, which led to the birth of SAGA um, due to not having an ind um, indefinite outlet to help her own self with her own struggles as an athlete. Um, for her, her goal is to educate and create services for athletes and coaches as well that will um, persevere the human, uh, preserve the human, the human behind the sport. And um, her name is no better than Ashley Bass. Hope I pronounced that right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Appreciate yes. you. How you doing, Coach? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? As we know, we talk a little bit offline. I'm good as well. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate you. Um, taking time out your busy schedule. I know what is it practice practice night tonight, right? Is it practice? No, night no, 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 practice tomorrow. tonight. Okay, no, not to practice. Um, briefly, I know we talked, you are from Stockton, California, so down the road. So um just give me a little bit about, about your your uh experience growing up in Stockton, living in Stockton. <laughs> well, it is not what um I know like the world sees it as a bad place. I didn't grow up then. Um I grew up when it was it was good, very community based, which it still is. Um mm -hmm. And just, you know, playing basketball, being outside. And and um, and then I went away for college and and uh, decided that I wanted to come back home to help my community. And um, so, yeah, I've been here since ever since I graduated from grad school. That's what's up. So growing up in Stockton, I mean, it is down the road, but you have a, a, a college there. UOP is there. You have a junior college, Delta College is there. Um, sports wise, as we know, right, I'm, you know, just you said outside all the time doing stuff were you into anything else besides hoops or what were you what did you where, where did it start at for you no hoop was my it was my life it still is kind of you know but from a different vantage point um no i started playing basketball when i was what i think i was like five or six um and and that's kind of always been my my sport i mean i i'm athletic so i can play some different stuff but but basketball has always been like you know my my wheelhouse and, and the place that I feel most comfortable. So, yeah. 
basketball's always been in. That's what's up. So during this time, I said Stockton, no, not super busy, but you're close in between two places. I mean, to go one or two ways to get to another bigger town or city, as they call them, right? We're cities right now. People think SAC is still small, so you know, but it's yeah. growing. But um, as far as that sports access to, like even basketball, was it who was who was it or who were the people, pe- persons that male, female that you we watched, you kind of mimicked or just like, okay, I got to see them. I got to catch them whenever I can on TV as a person or I'm going to the park and I'm working on these moves right here. Oh, absolutely. Michael Jordan. Like, no, hands down. As um, we can see in the background, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You see Mike in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, truly, truly Michael Jordan. Um, I, I used to have like this VHS of like his breakdown of his game and I just... Oh, we, we, we telling our age here. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, know that is. They might not know what they don't know what that is. <laughs> It's not. It's not a. That's not a, a disc drive. It's right. not a jump drive. You can't right. USB scan that. It's something big old thing you got. Pull out and plug up, and then put right. a big old t- just so they know. <laughs> right, right. So just just studying his game and just you know his turnaround jumper and um, but but definitely um somebody I really looked up to. You know, even Penny Hardaway was one of my favorite players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very underrated guy, but oh, yeah. but truly truly a. Uh, um, a, a, a goat of the game and 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 you know Cynthia Cooper is is one of my favorite players as well from the from the women's side and She's Tina tough. Thompson so um yeah like I, I grew up when it was when basketball was you know physical and, I was gonna say because <laughs> Tina Thompson and so we said Cooper were physical yep. women's players no matter yep. who they were playing against so it was it's a contact sport just letting you know right. that was it was hitting people they, they right hitting people. right right so did you feel at an age, again, when you start to see women turn pro mm-hmm. with the opportunity, was that a motivation of yours or was that something as far as, or did that just actually keep you going in the game at time? Like at least kept you going. Cause I know a lot of male and female, but a lot of uh, female women, they definitely fall off definitely quicker than males of, of the dream of playing this longer, you know, like that. Um, what was that like for you? You know, um, I think growing up really as a young kid, it was about, I'm going to be the first girl in the NBA, you know, because there was no WNBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the WNBA came, what, in, in the 1997, mm-hmm. 96 time. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember when it first came, because my dad took me to uh, when Sacramento had a king, uh, Monarchs. You went to the Arco so, Arena. Huh? Yeah, when yeah. Arco Arena was around and Tisha Penichero was there, mm-hmm. you know, and so I got to see that. And so that, I, that really birthed the like okay you know you can play at the next level mm. there's there's this space that was created for women's sports um which was huge and so for me it was it was it was definitely motivation um just to c- keep going you know to keep working um and to keep keep at it um because there was something for us at that point that's what's up and given that being your motivation and just being like like I said the first um, that was the first run that the first old team we had here in SAC, just the league was starting overall one as a young lady, then like I said, but did you expect the advancement to go where it is now? Or do you, or was it, I mean, I know nobody, I mean, everybody says that, so we don't expect that, but how do you, how does it make you feel to see it be advanced? Even though they may say the women's game is not where we think it should be at, but to see it where it started and where we're at now is the levels to it regardless, right? How does that make you feel in general? Absolutely. Oh, it, you know what? It gives me a sense of joy and pride um, to see where it is going um, because it could be not where it is now. Um, and so to see, you know, kids are getting NIL deals and in college, 
um, to see that there's, you know, even just like the women's league you're talking about in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. um, they're having opportunities to play overseas, all of these spaces that people are creating for women's sports because um, it's needed. And, and women's sports, if, you've, if you haven't been to a game, we're just as competitive or probably even more competitive um, than some guys, um, some guy sports. And it's, it's still just as exciting. And so I, I'm I'm loving the path that that it's opening up for women's sports. Nice. So as I said, in the, in the bio, um, going to first stop with Arizona State. Yep. Were you playing college basketball at that time as well there or does it? Does it stop? When does it? When does it? Uh, when does it start for your your, your collegiate uh, year start? What year was that? Do you remember? Yeah, I was so I um I went to I went to Lincoln High School here in Stockton, and okay. then I I end up going to I end up not playing for a year um because my coaches changed and life was just happening, and so I was just like, well, I don't want to play. I didn't get recruited the right way, and mm. um and you know when you get changed of hands of coaches, and you know they don't really care and do you know they do what they do, um yep. but and so I was like, oh, I'm not gonna play. So my homegirl that was in Arizona, she was playing at this JUCO, and so she she was like, hey, we need a point guard. You want to come out and play? And so. I had visited Arizona State and I had talked to the coaches and I was like, hey, now I want to come. And I think I needed like a class or something. Mm -hmm. And so I end up taking a JUCO route and I was like, I'm going to come after I'm, I'm done. I end up blowing out my knee and mm. I was like, okay. And, you know, technology wasn't, wasn't. Not back then. The ACL, whatever it was, it was at least right. a, a year out for that. Yeah. At least yep. a year. Now they, they walk in the next day. Next day, man. Like, so, so I end up not, I just had to make a decision. You know, it was, it was just, I, my body was, was hurting and all the good stuff. So I end up just stopping playing and, and I took a coaching job, assistant coaching job at mm. um, a JUCO out in Arizona. So I coached there for six years and, um, but yeah, so, you know, I still love, love, love being around a game, but you know, you got to listen to your body sometimes. And yeah, yeah, for sure. This wasn't it. Um, so you, and it sounded like you said you immediately took the coaching job. Was that something you already knew prior to growing in, in that high school college? Like, I think I would like to coach eventually, but now I have to speed it up. Or you were like, well, hey, this is like the next best thing. No, absolutely not. Coaching has never been in my like <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> um, it was just kind of something that, that fell into place. And I, I was, missing the game and and wanted to still be around it some type of way and um the coach was gracious enough to to take me under her wing and to teach me and to you know and to let me still be around while I was finishing up my degree at Arizona State and it just kind of was one of those things that I, that kind of just fell in the right place at the right time um for what I needed it was it was really my mental health at that point um that that really that kept me connected so and i mean your background i actually spent a year and a half as a mental health and family advocate but now i'm just advocate for it for myself going through stuff myself or helping others as we know coaching dealing with coaches students and families it's, it's just something to be equipped with the better we have a little training in and some practice the better we can help deal with this right um yeah. what are some things that you may talk about that that you can that you had to overcome or deal with and who are some people or person influential in supporting you through that absolutely um 
number one, I, I, my mom is is super huge, um, it, biggest supporter ever. Um, my mom was like my my agent back then. Um, you know, yeah. knocking on doors and sending game film and doing all the stuff. All the way. Um, and so, but it was always the 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 talk of like you know there's always another way to get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. um, and so even struggling, like even playing, you know, playing college basketball, it was, it wasn't easy. It wasn't, you know, going somewhere different out of state. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm an only child. So it was really different leaving home and dealing with all of that and not, not feeling like there was like this immediate support. Um, but you know, so it was like, what do you do? Do you give up? Do you quit? Do you, you know, go back home and, and do that kind of thing? But my mom was there to kind of really push and say, you know, hey, yes, tough, but some of the greatest things come out of challenges and, and all these moments. So it was really, it was really how you were going to handle the pressure of things. And so I, I yeah, it kind of worked out. That's what's up. They, the adversities make us who we are. I mean, yeah, it just yeah. shapes us. Like if you don't go anything, how do you get better? How do you learn? Or how do you advance? Right? right? How do you have? Right. How do you help others if you can't really say an example or you know like that? So that's definitely exactly. Um, you say you have your undergrad degree in psychology. Mm -hmm. So again, people always get the stigma like athletes don't take certain classes or take classes. Yeah. Like it's like, but even though psychology and that's the class, like hey, you did some work. Yeah, but, <laughs> you had to do some work. But for you, was that a field of interest early on or was that something like, you know what, I, I, I find it that I need to help or get in this space because of this is you're serving. You're serving people yeah. as a coach. But now in this world, uh, psychology, you have to be able to communicate or you will be willing to serve people up from all different levels. You don't know where they're at. You got to meet them where they're at. You have to be a person who communicates effectively yeah. um, and also just openly because with any race, creed, color, it doesn't you know matter. They are going to need somebody who facilitates. So how did you get to that? Uh, that major definitely i i've always since i was in the ninth grade known that i wanted to be a, a therapist um it was it, it has always been one of those things i used to have like these lunchtime sessions and people would come and talk to me about their problems I, listen i don't even know why um but it's it in you it's in you if it's in you it's in you they just it know. is and i think you know god was like hey this is going to be your thing and this is this is the thing that is is going to lead you into different spaces and so um but it's really the art of listening, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's, that's the form of communication, um, is the art of listening. So I really, I've always known, I've never wavered in knowing that I wanted to be a therapist. So I've known since the ninth grade that that's what I was going to do. That's what's up. So, I mean, that's good. I mean, sometimes it's, I mean, the earlier, the better. I definitely, I see the struggle in students now with that, yeah. um, with that, with any type of hopes or admirations early on. It may come yeah. later for them, but again, for us, I, early it was either we had we had dreams. Yeah, it was hoop dreams, or I knew, but I mean, I knew I was going to be like I majored in child development for undergraduate. But I grew up in the church with the church. We had kids around, always around kids. Like it was community. Yeah. I'm like I, I like kids. I've been around kids. Okay, child development. It just it made sense, you yeah. know, nonstop. But plus, it wasn't a male driven space. But I knew males needed to be in there some kind of way. So, but. Um, and then you go on to do the master's in clinical mental health. So really just putting your whole thing in a circle. At what point do you figure out what career is life or life is like after you graduate, after you get these degrees and now put into the step into the real world? Like, okay, I'm going to do this or I want to open up my own, whatever. Like, what's your what's on your mind during that point? Because, I mean, you got the degrees behind it. Now it's time to get out here and step forward and get going. 
Right. It's something that I like to call calculate, taking calculated risk. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you just kind of got to dive in head first and, and try different things, work with different populations. And like you said, it's about serving. Um, and as long as I knew I was in the vein of serving, um, you know, for me, that's the highest level of any job that you'll ever do. You know, God called us to be servants. And so for, for me, it was just about okay, let me try this population. Let me try this. Um, let me see if I like it here. And I'm always, I've always been a person that I'm okay with. If it, if I don't like it and it doesn't fit, then I'm, I'm okay with walking away and trying something new. Um, change and, and those like newness doesn't necessarily scare me too much. Um, but I, I, I live for trying something different and trying something new. Um, and if it doesn't work out, you know, you just try something else. That's what's up. That's cool. Um, accomplishing these goals, though, should be celebrated too, right? But also, you talk about moms. But how happy or excited was moms when you were making these strides, getting, you know, making the adjustment, overcoming adversity, getting not one but two degrees, and you're serving? How was mom's reactions, uh, family reactions to you uh, being successful early on, as far as just like those early life accomplishments as a young adult, but now to see where you're at today? Oh, uh, you know, I think she's over the moon ecstatic for me uh you know to see I, I you know she i think she is always looking to how i can continue to progress in my life and in different business ventures that i take or just me as a whole person um but but she definitely doesn't shy away from you know expressing her her just happiness for me and all that i i have accomplished to this point in my life um and she lets me know that, you know, she, she was a big part of that. Get a kind of reminder. Right. Kind of reminder, but I'm going to let you know, baby, yeah, mama was there. But right. That's only right, though. That's good. That's definitely yeah. warranted. That's definitely dope. Uh, we're going to get into this saga real quick. But again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, hit the website. Hey, got got some uh, trucker hats available. Got some little merch. You know what I'm saying? Wait, hold on. I'm working on my visuals, too. So I'm doing this all by myself from the house. Look. Oh, got a little pop-up screen. Got okay. Got some t-shirts. That's a sample, but you know what I'm saying? Working on my own little engineering thing. Oh, wait a minute. I might have one more for you. This is the first time doing this. Let's see if it works. It'll go across the bottom Let's of the screen. See. Look at that. Uh-oh. Oh, bottom wow. of the screen. Hey, I'm trying. You know, it's, it's 2023. You got to be self-motivated. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get there, but I appreciate y'all for tapping in. But yeah, hit the website. You can get everything there. Just check it out. Latest shows always going to be posted and um, events that's going on. Like I said, locally, other stuff I'm doing um, is on there. Uh, let's get so So let's talk about your the SAGA. Um, one to be uh, to step out on 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 your own on a limb and start a business or start something like that, but also in the in the field that we're in is is, is definitely a sensitive subject, but also it needs needs a lot of attention to it. What made you go? Okay, yeah, now I'm shifting to this too as well. What I'm doing, coaching, whatever it is, mentorship. But now I'm actually calling this my baby right here. Gonna do this stuff. Uh, what made you jump that again? You said jump in. Yeah, yeah. Let let me tell you, it was. Um a vision by God that right at the end of me graduating from grad school, um, I got this idea and, and I know it was from, from God that it was, this was a space that needed um, some attention mm -hmm. that athletes needed some help too. Um, because what we do know is that on school campuses, athletes are about 60%, um, but they're the least amount to go get help. And mm. so that doesn't, but they don't, that's not taking away from the 40 to 50% of 
the United States that that are suffering from mm -hmm. mental health issues. So, you know, it, the numbers didn't wasn't making sense. And so mm -hmm. it was like, how do we create a space? Right. That um, athletes feel comfortable, um, that athletes understand the lingo. Um, and that we can talk and meet people where they were. And so me being a former athlete, uh, along with my business partners, um, we, you know, we sat down and said, hey, let's 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 do this thing. Let's just jump in and and see where it takes us. Um, you know, I think entrepreneurship is one of those things that is like if you fail, it's OK. Um, it's yeah. hard. <laughs> It'll hurt. It'll you hurt. Your head. It's a sacrifice. But man, it, I mean, it's life lessons in it, too, though. I will say that, yeah. though. So anybody who's interested in doing it, like as you said, I really understand that, too. You have you need to jump in, like bet on yourself. You're going to do it. You do it. But yep. you can do it and, walk, and you can walk away or do something else knowing that you did that. Right. Yep. That's the one thing. But you can't tiptoe around it, even no matter what business it is, because yeah. you won't get the you, you know what I'm saying? You won't get the 100 percent. I did it. It worked or it didn't because you'll never know. You didn't go yep. all in, as they say. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely. I'm definitely realizing that knowing that like, hey, if you don't go, you got to go and you just keep, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, 10 toes down, whatever you vision straight tunnel vision and you go from there. But you definitely got it. It's really about yourself, though, and what you believe in yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely it's, dope. It's so dope. with this program you're doing and uh, actually, yeah, definitely actually shout out where they can find you out, follow you, whatever people can, you know, because it, it's moving. Like I said, I've been doing some research behind it. Definitely look, looking for ways to get you guys up and sat and things like that. But where can everybody find you at and just tap in and get information? Definitely. You can you can hit us up on uh, Instagram at one great saga, um, the number one great saga. Um, and also on our website at one great saga. Uh, dot com and and check us out send a request um you know and and um, we'll get back to you and all that good stuff but yeah we're we're moving we're moving and grooving man this year has been has been uh, amazing um by far by far amazing that's yeah. what's up that's what's up so best of luck to you and the company and the business going Thank forward you. those dope dope young ladies that are getting that are playing basketball with you that you're mentoring them as well uh, best of luck to you guys. So before I always go on this, we got everybody's on tight schedules, but I got to get your triple threat before we end, right? So in basketball, we know the triple threat, drill, pass, shoot. But for for you personally, give me three things that either somebody listening or watching or hearing, they will see this when they see you around. They go, oh, okay, I know that's 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 Coach O's philosophy or three things that she holds her head, or her her hand on. Like you know, this is you. Give me your triple threat right now. Triple threat. Um, I would say take take every calculated risk in life um, mm -hmm. and be passionate about what you what you want to do um, and always follow your heart's desire. Um, I, I think those are the three things that have, have gotten me here um, is is taking a risk and and following my heart. And, and yeah, and never wavering from from who I am as a person. That's what's up, man. Y'all heard it here first. Coach Bass in the S-A-G-A. -S uh, please hit them up, though. Inquire. Or just follow. Give a follow. Repost some things or inquire. It's about supporting each other, but also, again, she knows and we know from first-hand experience as coaches, players, the mental health part is there, but it's also it's you can overcome that. You can be better, but also we can help inform the others, or especially our young ones. Our young ones are in it, but make sure their head's in the right space while they're in it, while they're going through these trials and relations. Um, I appreciate you. Definitely Thank tapping you. in soon. Ready to get back in the lab with those dope young ladies sooner than later. Um, keep doing what you're doing. They, 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 they respect you. The vibe is right. And I'm going to tell, tell the girls, turn the music up, man. Have a good time. <laughs> hey, Every the music time. Up when we in the gym, we're going to turn the music up and get after it. So I appreciate you.
Absolutely. Um, all right, man. Y'all heard it here first on this Thursday episode afternoon with 94 Free with Coach JT with Coach Bass. We out. Peace. Peace.